Hi, I'm Maribel Lopez, the founder and principal analyst at Lopez Research, and I'm joined here today by my co-host, VP of Cloud and Security Services at Clarify360, Joe Peterson. Joe Peterson and I are here to talk to you about Elevate the Edge. We're going to discuss how the edge is evolving and what you need to do to be successful. But to kick off the series, I thought it would be interesting for us to just spend a few moments talking about what we mean by the edge. The edge is something a lot of people are talking about. I really feel it's much like cloud and hybrid cloud. You walk into a room, somebody says the edge, and you spend 10 minutes describing what you mean by the edge. So we're going to spend 10 to 15 minutes describing what we mean about the edge. And to kick us off, I thought, Joe, maybe you could spend a few minutes talking about how you see the edge. How are you defining it? Absolutely. So nice to be with you guys today. So here's our problem statement and fact bomb for 2022. Latency will be the new downtime. Yes. So let's take a minute and define a few things first. The, the edge is a location. It's a place in the network that's closest to where the end user or device is. So edge computing refers to a compute model where application workloads occur at an edge location where logic and intelligence is needed. And it's a distributed approach that shifts the computing closer to the device or user that's being used. So when you're deploying an application, the traditional approach would be to host the application or servers in your own data center or in the cloud. But while the cloud is geographically diverse, it is not usually proximal to the user. Why is that? Because the cloud, boys and girls, lives in data centers, and they're usually in the largest cities, and they're close to power supplies and connectivity. There's a reason they are where they are. An edge point of presence, usually a tier one tower, is usually more abundantly geographically dispersed and pushes the application closer to the user. And this offers the potential to reduce latency and network congestion and to deliver a better use, user experience. So the net result is that the edge mitigates some of that downtime and ultimately revenue loss by bringing computation and data storage closest, closer to the devices where it's being gathered, right? So rather than relying on a central location that can be thousands of miles away, think of it as a regionalized approach to infrastructure deployment. So with Edge, real-time data does not suffer latency issues that can affect an application's performance. In addition, companies can save money by having the processing done locally, reducing the amount of time that needs to be processed, uh, the data needs to be processed in a, in a centralized or cloud-based location. I think that's great. I think that actually um, gives us an overarching view. And then I think to add to it, maybe, you know, what are what are some of the characteristics of like why we would go to uh, an edge? And you brought up the biggest one, which is latency. Latency for what you're trying to understand. And and okay, we've always talked about latency, but one of the things I think is different about latency today is we have different applications that we'd like to run, and maybe those things really need uh, super low latency. Um, and that's not every application. So that means that there are also some other reasons. But if we looked at what might be a good example of that, you know, people talk about it in autonomous driving, but maybe autonomous driving is too far. Uh, factory floor, you want to stop a piece of equipment before it has a specific issue. Um, there are many, many things that a video is another great example of something that really suffers from latency. And we're looking at all sorts of different uh, video applications. Uh, manufacturing inspection might be a good example of that, right? So Latency is one. There's a couple other things that people think about, right? One is cost. 
So we now have a scenario where connecting billions of devices and we're trying to do data processing on billions of devices. And a lot of people don't wanna haul all that traffic all the way back to the cloud, do all that thing and then send it all the way back, right? So there's latency, there's cost, there's security. I know that Joe spends a lot of time talking to different organizations about security. And I really think that we'll have at least one podcast that just talks about security <laughs> as it relates to the edge, but security of data. There's also what we've called um, data privacy. And I think data privacy has two different angles to it. One is a, maybe you have sensitive customer data that you need to keep on-premises for a reason. Um, maybe you have secret sauce, you know, is, is Coke or Pepsi going to put the recipe for their secret sauce into the cloud? They may or they may not. They might just think that that's too risky. Uh, whether it is or not, we could debate, but I understand the concern. Data sovereignty and regulation. Maybe you have to keep data certain places in certain countries. Uh, maybe you have to have um, corporate compliance for things like regulatory compliance or HIPAA. So there are all these interesting reasons why people keep things closer to the edge instead of in the cloud. Um, latency is one of them. We've got a whole bunch of uh, other host of things, but that's that's a few of the things that I would add to our defining the edge discussion is sort of the why we would consider it. Those are good ones. So, you know, as edge matures, we're seeing different, distinctly different edges. Maribel, could you mm. take a minute and tell us what those different edges look like and there's a lot of debate about whether there are three or four edges, frankly, but I'm going to go with three because it's simpler that way. So let's just go with three. Um, we obviously have the cloud, and I think everybody has figured out what the cloud are and hyperscalers and that sort of thing. There's a spot that's between the cloud and a premises, let's say. And that is, you know, they call that a service provider edge. That service provider edge could be an actual cloud computing company that decided to put something very regional in that last mile kind of access. It could be a telecom service provider or a comm service provider that decided to take one of their uh, mobile edges and outfit that with cloud computing gear. So that's sort of the service provider edge. And it, really what we're saying, just as Joe mentioned earlier, we're taking the computing closer to you and closer to where the actions happen, right? Then there's actually the edge of your premises. And that could be a retail store, a uh, factory, um, an enterprise. And a lot of times that has some sort of gateway on it. And that could be an edge there. Uh, sometimes it's particularly in factory, you know, we're talking to a lot of organizations about this IOT gateway concept where data from lots of little sensors are going into a gateway and being processed there and then sent back into the enterprise. And then sometimes the edge is the actual end device. Uh, the actual end device may have enough computing on its own to be considered an edge computing device. And those can range tremendously. Uh, I remember years ago, Intel talking about the concept of the car as a data center, as a moving data center. And when you think about it, it has a lot of electronics in it and effectively could at some point in time become a moving data center. Even mobile phones are actually at the point now where a lot of them are running fairly sophisticated AI machine learning models on them. So that's another example of the edge. Where it gets a little weird is like, okay, a device could have connectivity, but not necessarily enough processing power uh, or um, the right kind of power to it or battery life mm -hmm. to actually do this intense kind of computational stuff, in which case it probably goes to either the on-premises edge or that regional service provider edge. So those were a lot of edges, but 
that's kind of the three ways people talk about them as little circles. They get smaller and smaller and smaller and you get down to the edge edge. Some people have an application edge where they say it's really not about the device, it's about the application. Um, that's an interesting way to look at it too, but I think it loses some of the nuances of what's the what's the performance of the end device that uh, has the application residing on it. Um, and a lot of times those applications could be in the cloud, in which case it wouldn't be an edge use case. So a few thoughts there. I like that. Yeah, and it's it helps to think about it as different edges because as it matures, they're gonna you're gonna see those those edges mature as well, right? What fits into that bucket? And so. they might mature at different space, at different paces, mm -hmm. just as you were saying. It's not like everything literally just goes up nice and smoothly. We also end up with these little chunks that go up and down. So exactly. Okay, so one of my one of my um, favorite discussions to have with somebody, which I'm going to ask you, is how or does the edge differ from distributed computing and cloud computing? So it can get really complicated. So one of the things that helps me think about it is in its simplest form. And to do that, I think of the elements that go into what we're trying to accomplish. So what are we trying to solve, right, for? And I think about it as time and resource availability. So if you think about edge in its purest form, you're, you're, you're using it to process time sensitive data well, cloud computing is used to process data that is not time-driven, right? Or maybe has the, the horsepower to take that data and sort of, right? And like you mentioned earlier, hey, you might have something that's connected, but it just doesn't have the computational horsepower to give you any data results. It's got to go back to the mothership to do that sort of a thing, right? So the other thing that happens, and this is where... IoT and edge start to blur, right? Is besides latency, edge computing is preferred over cloud and remote locations. So think about what sort of evolved, right? IoT was used as a way to inventory remote devices in a lot of, in some of the industries that use it. Think about oil and gas, you know, they had a, they had an IP enable these remote assets and and, and then it evolved a little bit and the remote assets started to be able to do something other than just ping the mothership, right? So you're still gonna see those use cases depending on the vertical where then it's just a matter of tracking and data flowing back. Um, so that it's there's still a use case for that and, and thinking about it, there's quite a number of use cases for that. So that's kind of the way I think about it. I don't know if it's right or wrong. This is an emerging technology and we're all sort of here to learn. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think the way that people talk about cloud versus edge is they, they think of just taking all the goodness of the cloud and trying to bring it closer to the edge so that people don't have to transit traffic as far, right? Then you mentioned there's this real-time versus non-real-time element of it that I think is super interesting. And I think we'll have both. I think we'll have both real-time and, and, and non-real-time in edge use cases. But the one that makes it really exciting for a lot of people right now is this concept of real-time because that's the one that's super hard to do in cloud computing, right? You've got to send it to a data center, depending on where it is, it could be like 200 milliseconds away. And that might be too long for what you're trying to do, right? So I, I think the real-time nature is like something we're all 
we've talked about this for like at least a decade or more, but now we actually feel that we might be able to do it. So that's pretty cool. And then the distributed computing is interesting because I think one of the things that will happen with edge is that as edge evolves, I think edge will evolve into a new dialogue around distributed computing, you know, pushing, pushing the envelope of what was old distributed computing and what was edge into the next level. And that's where I think we start to get things like a new way of thinking about um, data management, data security, um, better analytics, right? There's all these kinds of things, you know, when we talk about cloud as an operating model, I think cloud as an operating model meshes up with edge computing and becomes some distributed computing thing moving forward, right? So that's where we kind of get hybrid cloud and edge and a few few things going. But this is this is still, like you said, an evolving market and to be determined at, at some point. Uh, and, and we get to make this happen. That's the great thing about where we are now. Um, but you know, when, so, 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 okay, so if we just say that those are maybe a few thoughts on the differences between the cloud, the distributed computing and the edge, you know, why are we excited about the edge now? And, and why did we create the podcast? I, I'd love you to share your perspectives on this, Joe. Because I think at the end of the day, the edge is an extension of the cloud, mm -hmm. right? And right. it's a new frontier and it's a new differentiator for certain verticals like retail and medical and coupled with the rollout of 5G, you know, it's estimated that the revenue from edge applications is going to grow 30% in three to five years. So, you know, we're already seeing user experience sensitive domains like online gaming, ad serving, e-commerce, serve up regional edge, one of the edges that you talked about earlier, and they're using it to differentiate. And see, I think that's where the you know exciting thing starts to happen. Just like digital transformation got pushed forward during the pandemic. So the pandemic was the catalyst that made everybody sort of sit up and go, oh, we really don't have a, a great, you know, we don't have a, this great website that it's gonna generate revenue when people can't come in our stores anymore. We better beef that up or we better do something to get customers to our site. I think that Edge is going to be to today what you know your website would have been years ago, or it's just going to be a way to differentiate your business. And so, if you don't have an Edge strategy, then you could get left behind. And I'm pretty excited to see some of the new use cases emerging, and how, from an engineering standpoint, that Edge cloud footprint is going to look. So for me, I think, you know, spot on, if you don't have an edge strategy, you're, you're going to be left behind. It's actually hard for me to even imagine at some point that people won't have edge strategies and trying to figure out how, how you do that. Um, well, I guess you could not have a strategy. You'd probably be doing something in the edge. You just wouldn't have a strategy around it. And that could actually cause you some serious heartache. But one of the things I'm really excited about is I think that there are good ideas at the wrong time. And that if you wait around long enough, a good idea will match um, what I call the, the elements of the people, process, and technology and start to happen. So if I look back on my career, you know, we were talking at one point about M2M. Then M2M evolved to IoT. And then a lot of things that we were supposed to do in IoT are now being discussed in edge computing. And 
you know, why, why is that different than IoT or other things? And is it different than IoT? You know, but this is just an example, like take, a, take an industry we're looking at. I think what happens now is we have the right set of technologies to actually start to make that happen. You know, we got 5G and that helped with the latency. Uh, we are we have better bandwidth than we had before as a result of that as well. Uh, we have this whole um, discussion of streaming analytics being much better than it used to be, right? So now we can actually say, oh, not only can we have connectivity, but maybe we could do analytics and get some better insight at the edge, which is what the whole thing was about to begin with, right? Before you were chugging it all the way back to the cloud, you were doing it batch, you were getting the data out way too late. And so now I think we're in a whole different space around the opportunity of what we could do. The other thing is that it's not just about technology though. I do think that there is a people and a process angle to it. So one of the things that's become very clear in the post pandemic world is there's a lot of focus on um, real time and getting both customers and people, you know, employees information right at their point of need, what I used to call right time experiences that I thought would happen like six or seven years ago that's now just mm -hmm. starting to filter in. But that's that the people's expectations have changed and that means that the processes are gonna change. And from the process standpoint, you know, we're now looking at um, basically applications that didn't have context in them now are processing contextual data. They're trying to deliver insights. And when you put all those together, it's like, that's what makes edge interesting, right? That's why we get, that's why it's not IOT per se, it's edge. It's this new thing that takes into account all of those different aspects. So I'm super excited to see what happens next. Yeah, it's the possibilities and I'm happy to be doing this podcast with you. And we're excited that everybody's listening. So thank you. Please subscribe to Elevate the Edge. And we look forward to having a bunch of great guest speakers tell you what they think the edge means and what you should do about it. I'm Maribel Lopez. I'm Joe Peterson. And thank you from Elevate the Edge.